0: And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a look at the latest forecast for wheat, durum and canola prices. AgriNews is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth online at LandForSaleSask.ca And McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative, McDougal Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougalauction.com. The latest wheat price outlook is a mixed bag. High-protein spring wheat is moving up, but the lower-protein spring wheat prices are moving down. Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. He says prices have seen some upward movement in recent weeks.
1: But over the last few weeks, we've seen a steady uh, appreciation of the futures, so it's kind of gone up about 30 cents here. Uh, the big thing is, I mean, kind of, you know... The crop that we grew in Western Canada was relatively bereft of protein, and that's created some tension, I think, in the market to kind of source and allocate where the protein is. Because, again, Canada really wants to export protein between 13 and 14.5, and 14.5 is rare, but you know, 13 to 14 is the sweet spot.
0: I understand the way the market is going right now. It looks like the higher protein is gaining in value, but the lower protein is dropping in value for spring wheat.
1: Yes, definitely. I think that more and more kind of, of the mid-range protein, like below you 12.5, know, 12, 12, that's kind of, uh, it's in direct competition with where the abundance is. Like the Russian crop is, according to the USDA yesterday, they raised it by another million tons, up to 83 million tons, which is an all-time record. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of speculation out there that the Russian crop's even bigger. I've mentioned before that Russian wheat is working into places where traditionally it didn't work into, like Mexico, Peru, you know, Nigeria, Indonesia, all over the place, like places where, you know, predominantly the, the countries that were exporting to those were Canada and the U.S. And I mean, again, this would mostly be your mid-grade wheats, winter wheats or otherwise. But, at the end of the day, that's kind of what a 12%, 12.5% does. CWRS has to compete with those weeds.
0: I understand Durham has been going down a bit too, as much as you know, 5 $7 a ton.
1: Yeah, Durham's in a tough situation as well. I mean, we grew a, a, a good crop, sizable production, quality very good compared to last year where we had a few missteps with the quality. And it's just a market without very much growth. So, you know, and again... Odd countries that you don't expect to be in the market have found that they can grow Durham and export it. So, you know, we've seen uh, Durham from... Kazakhstan, Durham from Russia, Durham from Australia, Durham from other countries kind of work into the Italian market or into other markets and kind of, you know, might just displace one cargo or two cargos of Canadian, but it's enough to cause a ripple effect. Then there's also a few kind of phytosanitary roadblocks that the European Union has thrown up. So it's just kind of a quiet time for the Durham right now. Now, one positive for the Durham is because we have such a, uh, a supply of quality Durham, as we approach the next cropping season, there may be some buying interest just to take some risk off the table in terms of, you know, quality of Durham, right? So people might say, well, we don't know if we're going to grow a number one quad again, so maybe we should buy some just to have it as a blend or something like that. So we do expect two opportunities for durham to open up one when the lakes open up and kind of you know end of february march and then one right at the end of the year as people you know try to gauge whether or not the uh, the crop is going to be in good condition and and be a quality crop of course they won't know at that time but they might want to just take some risk off the table
0: so what is the price outlook for spring wheat and durham
1: well for spring wheat, i mean we continue to kind of target we would think it would be a good sale to sell seven and a half dollars per bushel for a thirteen five one one cws out in the countryside i think there's going to be an opportunity towards the end of the year again for the same reasons as i mentioned for durham that you might be able to push that up a little bit you know to seven seven seventy five or something like that durham i would say that you know uh, for a, a one quad it's going to be very hard to maintain an outlook of $8. But we think, again, you should have an opportunity to price one quad at uh, 7 50 and above towards the end of the year.
0: Now, what about canola? What's the price outlook there?
1: Well, canola, I mean, you know, I got to tell you, Jim, I think it's bullish. I mean, today we had an absolutely phenomenal export number, 470,000 tons. We're 25% ahead of where we were last year. So what did the canola futures do? absolutely nothing. I, I don't know. I just, I see the canola futures and a lot of, uh, there's one you know, school of thought that the canola futures have just done this appreciation over the month of October and into November solely because the Canadian dollar sunk. I don't know. I, I would disagree with that. I would say that there are fundamental reasons to be bullish on canola. And if we continue to export at this number, even if you believe a uh, production number in Canada of 21, 21 and a half, whatever, it's getting very tight. I mean, maybe we don't maintain this export number, but those are gone. Like, those those have gotten in a ship and gone. We'll see what the COPA numbers are later today. We're pretty much on par with last year, like maybe 1% or 2% behind last year on COPA, but I expect to see that number start to gradually close the gap. So, you know, we're we're on pace to do a record amount of consumption, and there's still an ambiguity about what the actual production was. So I think canola, I mean, I think, and again, this is a cross-section across Canada, but I think a, a very reasonable price for transactional canola is $12 a bushel. And, I mean, we might see prices as high as twelve fifty or 13 depending on whether the demand stays as resilient as it seems to be.
0: Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Dagelman Industries. Look to Dagelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. Federal Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley is leading a farm trade mission to China next week. McCauley will be accompanied by 80 industry groups. Canada is hoping to double trade with China. Canada hopes to see global agri-food exports of $75 billion by the year 2025. McCauley says China has a population of 1.4 billion people and a growing appetite for high-quality Canadian food products and offers significant opportunities for Canadian farmers and processors. Representatives from Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Alberta and Nova Scotia will be part of the federal trade mission. The first stop will be in Shanghai with a visit to the largest food trade show in China, which attracts international food and beverage suppliers for China. Macaulay will also meet with government officials to talk trade and discuss areas of mutual interest. China is Canada's second largest agri-food export market after the U.S. Last year, China purchased $6.8 billion worth of Canadian farm and food products. A conference on soybean production will be held in Regina this coming Wednesday. The regional crop specialist in Weyburn, Sherry Roberts, says the soybean production meeting will be at the Wiscana Country Club.
2: As we've done in previous years, Jim, it's about soybeans, and we're going to talk about fertility and nutrient management, the market outlook for 2018 with a gentleman from Soy Canada. We're also going to talk about our winter pulse meetings that are going to be coming up through Sask Pulse. They'll have a representative there. We're going to discuss soybean coverage with crop insurance, which is always, you know, sort of a can be a contentious issue, but they're going to go through the ins and outs of what they'll cover and not cover. Our irrigation specialist, Gary Kruger, from the Saskatchewan Ministry of Ag, is going to talk about a biofungicide known as CONTANS and how effective it is at uh, dealing with sclerotinia in soybeans. Our big top keynote speakers, Dr. Deb McLaren from Ag Canada out of Brandon. She's going to come and talk about soybean root rot disease management, particularly with Phytophthora, which is pretty prevalent in Manitoba. We have yet to have any positive confirmed cases here in saskatchewan but we do have a lot of fusarium that does affect our soybeans so she's going to talk about that and all the things she's found out good old clark brenzel from ministry of ag will talk about weed control mark mercier from syngenta is going to go over soybean seed treatments And Avery Simonson from Tammy is going to talk about her first-year results on reducing combine losses by just choosing the proper header and the proper combine speed and how much you can uh, save and put in the bin instead of keep in the field. Grain Commission is going to be there, of course, to talk about protecting your grade. And last but not least, we have a gentleman from ProGrain who's going to talk about non-GMO soybeans and the opportunities that his company offers for contracting for people interested in going down that road with their soybean growing.
0: And this is all at the Wascana Country Club in Regina on November 15th. Uh, what's the registration fee?
2: Registration fee is 40 bucks, and they can do that through the Lloyd Minster Ag Society at 306-825-5571. Or, of course, if they want, they can call our office and they can direct them to that number if they didn't get it written down. And it, we'll start things off at 830, and we hope to have things wound up by 4. And, of course, a fantastic buffet meal, which is what you know we're known for at those soybean summits.
0: Once again, the soybean production meeting will be at the Wiscana Country Club in Regina next Wednesday. And to register, the Ministry of Agriculture office in Weyburn is 306-848-2857. Scientists say a large long-term study on the use of the big-selling weed killer glyphosate by agricultural workers in the United States has found no firm link between exposure to the herbicide and cancer. Published in the Journal of the National Cancer Institute, the study found there was no association between glyphosate, the main ingredient in Monsanto's popular herbicide Roundup, and any solid tumors or lymphoid malignancies overall, including non-Hodgkin lymphoma and its subtypes. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southey, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were mixed in early trading. Feed barley rose five dollars at one sixty-eight sixty-two. Canola rose a dollar fifty at four eighty-eight fifty-four. Oats fell seventy-three cents at one sixty-eight nineteen. Number one red spring wheat gained twenty seven cents at two hundred fifty three forty five. The rest were unchanged. Durham two hundred seventy one fourteen. Flax four hundred seventy two sixty eight. Yellow peas two twenty two fifty four. Feed wheat one hundred thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is up a quarter cent at six hundred forty eight and a quarter cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-5358 or Weyburn, 842-4574. This
3: is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw, 4,300 on Tuesday. Another 1,200 on Thursday at the pre-start. 768 cows and bulls on Thursday. Biggest sale we ever had on cows and bulls. We sold right till 9 o'clock Thursday evening. This market wobbled a little this week. No Eastern trucks to be found. There are these top men, Charlie Kavzo, they continue to outsell the rest by dollars here in Moose Jaw. Here's what happened on Tuesday, November. We are full Tuesday, November 14th. At our Tuesday sale, 492 eight here bring 284. 542 eight tans bring 259. We sold 147 reds and blacks, 482 at 237.75. 654-weight tans at 220, and the big tans at 717 bring to 1875. 484-weight tan efforts at 215, 2535 tan efforts at 198.75. 645-weight tan efforts at 193. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon.
0: Hog markets are closed today. We have yesterday's report. Hams sold 6,400 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 140 to 158 per ckg. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,100 head, selling in a range of 141 to 156 per ckg. Hams cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices open down this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was up 35 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2729. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 78.60 cents U.S. U.S. regional cash markets made modest gains in yesterday's trade, with the Midwest reporting bids approximately 50 cents U.S. 100 weight higher. Hog supplies are still in the uptrend, but have failed to keep pace with the expectations associated with the last USDA hogs and pigs report. The survey of U.S. producers' pig market hog numbers at 3.9% larger than year ago levels. But over the last month, supplies have only grown about 2.5%. Wholesale pork still appears to be moving well through domestic marketing channels, but has struggled to realize any growth in sales on the export side of the business. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your genes. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast. Mainly cloudy today. Periods of light snow beginning late this afternoon. Wind southeast 30 gusting to 50, becoming west 20. Today the high minus 2. Light snow ending after midnight tonight. Then mainly cloudy and the low minus 9. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, the high minus 7. Chance of evening flurries, the low minus 14. Sunday, sunny, the high minus 7, the low minus 11. Monday, sunny, the high 0, the low minus 5. Tuesday, partly cloudy, high plus 3, the low minus 8. Wednesday, cloudy, the high minus 1. Chance of evening flurries, the low minus 7. Thursday, cloudy, the high minus 5. Normal high is 0, the normal low minus 10. The sun rose at 8.05. It sets at 5.20 tonight. Round the province, Estevan and Saskatoon minus 4. Swift Current, Weyburn, both minus 5. Yorkton is minus 8. In Regina, drifting snow minus 5. That's 23 Fahrenheit. South, southeast, 32 gusting to 43. Humidity is 82%. Barometer dropping 100.9. Cloudy and Moose Jaw minus 1. West, southwest, 24 gusting to 41. Once again, Regina, drifting snow minus 5. That's 23 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.